the Two in a Boat podcast, starring Andrew Easton and Suzanne Easton as they travel across the Baltic on their yacht, Crystal Venture. Well, pinch punch first day of the month. No you did returns. that earlier in the class at 12 o'clock now, you can't do it twice now, do you? <laughs> yeah, I can. Um, because I've just had to walk five miles. No, you, you didn't have to walk five miles. I gave you the option of not walking five miles, but you still did it anyway, and whinged all the way back. Ah, uh, only because I've got a blister on my blister, because I got a blister when we walked to the supermarket in Cookshaven yesterday. Um, and now we've just walked to a DIY place in... What's this place called? Rensburg. Rensburg, because the little chandlery here at the... Uh, Yacht Haven was little. Was little. Didn't have what we needed. Unfortunately, it was the corner of the shop. It was tiny weeny. And, and tiny. I, when I asked her, did she have any washers? She went she to give me washing some washing tablets. Which is understandable. We'll just shut the hatch and start on the rain. Absolutely understandable. So we're we're in the we're in the we just come back from our long walk, successful, to a point. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got, sort of got what we needed. Yeah, um, and we've just come in to warm through the curry I made last night. Uh, and um, the weather today, so today... <laughs> Pretty rotten, doesn't it? Wow, the wind, that wind was so strong. So we left Cookshaven, yeah. and then came up the River Elbe, which was, which was okay. Yeah. It was a steady seven to nine knots, topping out at about ten, yeah. because of the tide pushing us along. Yeah. And then we got sort of stuck on the outside of a container ship, it was going really slowly and we realised it was going to Hamburg and it was picking its pilot up so we cut around the back of it we pretty did. close yeah. and then sat in the waiting area for a while in the waiting area even with the engine on going forwards we were going backwards because yeah. it was quite a strong tide running up the river and uh, and then the lights went whatever they're meant to go white and green and green and flashing and white well it went green and Suey started blatting up yeah. and then we realised none of the other yachts were really blatting up uh, and so we had a little quick check again on our little instructions yeah and realised green was not for us green was for people with pilots that's it so it was for the yeah. large ship so the large ship went in yeah and then it went white. And the then white that's light, us. And that was for We us. could enter the, the area and then yeah. as soon as we got in, our lock went green because there were two locks in operation, weren't there? There were two locks in operation and the green one was for the big ship, which was yeah. to the right. Mm -hmm. And the white one was for our yacht. It was the other way around, actually. No, no, it wasn't. And the white one, which is why I used to then not, not getting the right one. So we were in the left. Uh, so all the yachts went in there. Yeah. And there were about, I don't know, six, eight. Eight yachts yeah, in. We were, sec we were second in. It was. And that was interesting. Because there was it? a strong wind behind us pushing us in. So even when, and it was starboard side too. So even when it was. Um, even when we were trying to slow down, mm. we were kicking out from the pontoon. Yeah, and those pontoons. Prop walk. Were and the prop walk. Uh, the pontoons were tiny. The pontoons were so low. They but were really low. They were a an old splintered wood, which, yeah. which was a bit scary because clearly other people had really bashed into them and gouged bits yeah. out. And they were slimy. There was really, really slippery slimy they, on, yeah. on And they were held on by chains. It's so almost like a almost like a swing kind I'm of thing. I'm going to go and get the clear washboards because it's raining into the boat now. Oh, it's okay. Um, so it was. They were swinging, and then. Um, so we got, they didn't have cleats and things, they just had rings. rings. 
So you had to get off the boat to go and put your ropes through. And, and then because we knew there were other boats coming behind us, we thought we'd, we'd keep moving on and up. That's Andrew just putting the washboards in. And the washboards are the bits that go in what would be your doorway, really. Um, so he's just putting those in because it's raining, oh. just to stop the rain coming in on us. Horrible. Um, so that was quite scary because I had to step off the boat and I never normally step off the boat to moor. No, um, don't. You know, I normally throw no, the rope over the cleat and, and pull it back on board and, and that's fine. But this time I had to step off onto these very wobbly, very low, very slippy looking bits of wood. Uh, so I got down and got the first, I've got the... And got the uh, the stern line on, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, which is important the because the wind was pushing us into the lock all the time. Yeah, uh, and, and then there was a German boat in front of us, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And then Andrew Andrew got back, got down to do the one at the the front of the boat. Yeah. Um, and then we started to walk along these um, little pontoon platformy things. Started to move the boat forward. That's Andrew stirring up the curry, by the way. Oh, sorry. Um, that's okay. Um, and then I looked up, and I was walking my work and then I looked up and I realised, uh, actually, the platforms, because of the way the waves and everything were going, had, were too far apart, and I couldn't, I couldn't actually physically get across. The platforms are separate, aren't they? About 60 foot long? What? The, each, each platform? No, each, each one wasn't that big. They were oh, about, okay. I don't know, they were about a couple of metres long each. No, but they, then were, they weren't a couple of metres long. Each? Anyway. Anyway, I couldn't get across. They were joined. And poor old Andrew, we realised then, they'd said in one of the books, you know, make sure you set your fenders low. So we didn't really know what they meant by low. So we'd set the fenders more or less as we normally do. One of them was a bit lower Quite than the low. other. Quite low. And um, not low enough. No, no. When we got there, so then I looked up and poor old Andrew was desperately trying to keep the boat off. Because when they said low, they also said you should have weighted fenders. Because actually, low men could be better if they were half in and half out the water. Yeah, yes. So, um, so poor old Andrew, I could see, was desperately trying to get the keep the boat off, yeah. hitting the side, and to try and get a fender down. We managed it, didn't we? Yeah, and then finally, I managed to get across and move some of the fenders down a bit lower. Uh, but we didn't get any damage, did we? No. So that was okay, and then we heard the siren, and we knew they were shutting the lock ding, behind ding, us, ding, 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 ding. and we were in. And actually, it was a bit of an anticlimax, then, wasn't it? Mm. You know, compared to we've we've been in the um, Cardiff. Yeah, Cardiff and Cardiff. Honestly, well, we had a low tide at Cardiff, didn't we? Yeah, and so it was super high lift. Yeah, but the, the, the gates there were... Well, because it's a, a, a barrage, do they call it? Yeah, a yeah. Barrier. Honestly, they're huge. They're like the height of a, of a building. Massive, yeah. massive metal gates. Uh, and you, you just feel so tiny in there. And then they let the water in and it thunders and sounds like you're in a waterfall. Yeah. So it's really impressive and really quite, quite scary. And this, just nothing seemed to happen, did it? I think we went up or down about a metre. <laughs> I don't know what we did. It, felt, it didn't feel too much. And then, of course, we had to get ready to, to to come out. And so we came out, and that was quite the funny thing. So there was the... Was it a German or Dutch boat in front of us? I'm not German sure. boat in front. German boat in front of us. A couple of young lads in there. And they, they of course, went off a second and all that kind of stuff. So we were behind them. 
and I, I was steering and Andrew was tidying up all the ropes and the fenders and everything uh, and I uh, and I started to pull out into more into the middle of the lane and I said what are you doing and I said because there's, there's a ferry he went no the ferry's going straight ahead I went no that ferry and there was a literally about I know just a, not that far out of the um, the lock there was a ferry that was crossing to and fro and the guys in the boat front were uh, completely oblivious they missed it probably by about a meter oh if that Half it was meter. unbelievable yeah. in fact the ferry had to steer uh, around the back of them yeah. um so i mean i i i, I wetted on the the engine and went more into the middle so i knew i'd get around it and actually thank god for all that practice in dartmouth with the ferries <laughs> to be honest um so that was fine and actually there were ferries really quite frequently all the way down yeah. the canal weren't there I think this is probably the only time where we've absolutely thrashed the boat, haven't we? Mm-hmm. One was getting into Dover, yeah, because that, that was a very strong current. One was getting into the locks, yeah. Right, we really, uh, we were doing about five knots against the tide, so we must have been pushing it eight knots. Mm. And then, uh, then the second one was the third one, sorry, it was the ferry when you. What's that noise? I don't know, I'm going to go up and investigate. I wonder if it's it. the fenders banging against the side probably. with that wind. Yes, so the the journey along the canal actually was was really interesting. I thought to to be sailing. Uh, well, we had the sail up occasionally, but you yeah, have, you have to motor. You're not allowed to just you're allowed to entirely sail. Yeah. Uh, so lots of container ships passing very close, which gave a bit of a wave. <laughs> Huge container ships. And actually, some of it even threw up spray, didn't yeah. it? Which wasn't too pleasant. Uh, but it was lovely to see all the wildlife, all the countryside, all the people out cycling, all the little campsites, and they really like their camper vans here. Everywhere oh, you everywhere, go, there's camper vans. Um, so that was really nice, but it was so windy, and the wind just kept squalling up and gusting mm. up. So that was a bit tricky. So um, we needed to decide where to stay, and one of the reasons we came in here was because we need a chandlery because we've got an issue with the... Yeah, that's a bit annoying, though, isn't it, really? Mm. If we'd known it wasn't as good, we probably would have pressed on for Kiel. Yeah. Been in Kiel tonight instead, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we pulled in here, which is about a mile and a half up off the main canal, up to the Nord Oost Canal, I think it is, into this Rendsburg. And... Um, the wind was absolutely howling, howling absolutely as we came howling up. down through that gap. We cleared everything yeah. out the cockpit just in case it blew away. Yeah, we did. Everything. We? It was terrible. It was, it was, it was interesting to say the least. And then, of course, we come up, and there's no alongside burst. We're gonna, ha- we have to come into one of those horrendous <laughs> box bursts, mm. which I think we downwind, th- crosswind actually. Which I think we told you about that we went into the first one in um, in Tessel in. Uders Hilde. Or Uds Chard, as I keep calling it. Yeah. Uders Hilde. Ooh, you can hear I'm that. I'm fairly sure I've pronounced it about differently every single time I've said it. Oh, I know. And I've pronounced it wrong every time. Listen, can you hear that rain? Absolutely bucketing down outside. I'm so glad we got back from our walk just before this. Uh, so, yes, it was into one of those awful box bursts, which has the big piles or the yeah. massive pieces of whatever they are, wood, two big beams either side of the the berth you've got to get into the box berth and you're supposed to try and lasso them as you go past well, we tried a slightly different technique and it almost worked but didn't quite partly because it was blowing old boots partly because I think I should have been even further up the boat Yeah. we've discussed this a bit and we think we're going to try a different technique 
luckily somebody from one of the other boats some lovely lady and I don't know where she went to be able to thank her uh, came up and helped to take the ropes at the front of the boat uh, and then Andrew and I faffed around for ages to get the ones on the back but we we finally got in and um, you know it's an interesting way of, of birthing and I really don't think I can recommend it at all <coughs> even the lady like the lady you struggled the other day with that 50 foot yacht said oh mm. everyone finds it hard that lady today was like yeah everyone needs help everyone finds it hard mm. well, there's nothing to recommend it at all no, I know. I and you've know got to climb it. off the front of your boat yeah. which here because the pontoons are about the same height as the boat it's fine for me but it's too I'm much struggling. of a gap for you isn't it yeah so we realized that we needed to nudge the boat forward as well once we got here uh in order to be able to get on and off it we're a bit too far off mm. sorry that's andrew eating his curry he's nearly finished it sorry and um so we nudged it up and then yeah andrew at least can climb over but i have to sort of go underneath so that's a bit tricky and then just coming back now because i'm so tired it's not really walking. like is it no i ended up andrew went and got us on new ladder we bought mm. when we we're on fits onto the uh anchor roller at the front yeah and allows so. you to walk down yeah the stem so I managed to get in on that way. So it's a little bit odd. I had to sit on my bum, oh. step onto the ladder, which is below the boat and below the walkway, and then climb back up. But it worked, and we're on. Yeah. So it's been a bit of a day. Yeah, it's a busy day, even though we've only done 50 miles. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And actually, the um, AIS tracker is worked on this bit, I think. Uh, because some of the stuff we did around the islands, the Frisian islands, didn't, didn't work. Didn't work because there just wasn't any. There's nobody to receive the, the signal other than other ships. Yeah. Which is what it's there for, really. Mm. So um, I'm going to have to draw that on a little bit um, to show the route that we did. Yeah. But um, but here I think it should show loud and clear. Although we did have a really weird issue with our GPS it stopped working a few times. Yeah, today. GPS. Although your drawing on won't show all my backwards and forwards tacking at one o'clock in the morning, trying to waste time and save diesel on the way into uh, uh, the Elbe. Oh right, into Cooksarden. Yeah. No. <laughs> don't don't draw that on. Just I don't for the fun I, of it. No. It wasn't fun, so. No. So actually, we've just completed one of the things that before we started the journey, we were both most excited and most scared about doing. Not scared, but nervous. About, yeah. Nervous. I was worried about being squished by a container ship in the lock, but in <laughs> fact, but in fact, they put you in separate locks. A little lock, like the old lock they call it, don't they? Mm. Whereas the new lock is much, much bigger for the big ships. Yeah. And there are some big ships on that river. There's like 400 meter container ships on the river, yeah, aren't there? Ridiculous. They were huge. Absolutely huge. So that was, so that was good. So that, yeah. but then I hadn't realised about the horrible pontoons, and actually that was that was. That was not Loads nice. of people talk tell you about the horrible pontoons, but you don't actually appreciate how grim they are until you get there. No, no, you really don't. So you need to be prepared for that mentally. And um, <laughs> mentally, yeah, you're like, there's a gap, there's a gap. Like, we'll I'm, jump over the gap. I couldn't. I can't. It was too far for me with my cronky leg. Um, and also, they don't tell you about the fact that as you come up the River Elbe, of course, you're on the on the right hand side, the starboard side, because yes. that's the way the channel goes, and that's the way you're supposed to be going. But actually, to get to the lock, you have to be on the other side, the and you have river, to yeah. you have to cross 
the two the two channels of traffic of massive container yeah. ships. So you have to pass probably one of the busiest rivers in Germany. Hmm. <laughs> and and nobody tells you yeah, that. Nobody tell, yeah. Well, you, yeah, you tell on the map though, don't you? you tell on the chart. That you're well, have to do yeah, it. but actually, you'd think there'd be some tints, hints and tips about actually do it at this point, or actually when you set mm. off, just get across, straight across the thing, to the, the other thing, side. I don't know. Yeah, the thing that was concerning me was um, doing it too late and ended up actually being swept past the lock mm. because it takes so long to work your way back up again. Yeah, yeah, and we were lucky that that container ship that had been sort of tailing us actually was going carrying on down the river yeah. to Hamburg and was and took on a pilot. We saw the pilot boat come out and the guy climb up, um, and then we realised that he said he was going to Hamburg. Therefore, that meant he wasn't. I checked on his AIS. Yeah, mm -hmm. which was cool, um, which meant he wasn't going the same direction as, as us, and therefore we could cut round the back of him. And there wasn't anything else coming down at that point. No. So it was a and we throttled back, hadn't we, to to, to drop down the side of the ship. Mm. And we could see the back, so we just spun around. Yeah. Not quite floored it. Yeah, felt F floored it at a whole. It was a bit, <laughs> was a bit like that. Think, think of those those James Bond moments where we, he has his nice speedboat and he's flying around. Was it was it Thailand or somewhere they did those ones or along the? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't quite like that though, was it? Because I think, mind, I think we was. crossed the river at a whole ten mile an hour. Yeah, but in <laughs> my know? mind, it felt like that. The <laughs> yeah. way you spun it round and everything, it was like, and then we blatted across. That was quite cool. But nobody told you about that bit, so that was a little bit of a hmm, not sure about this. But other than that, I, it, it wasn't too bad. No, and now I've okay. done it. Now I've done it. Yeah, it's all right. Be, it'll it be again, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So today was what was it? The first of July, which is is it a Monday today? Yeah, Monday. So is that two weeks since we've set off? Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly two weeks. So we've done roughly 500 odd miles. No, no, about 650. 650 miles. Mm. Wow. So we've done quite a lot. Add it up, but I can't. Well, I'll, do, I'll add it up in a minute. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing quite well. We're doing okay. So we've got the rest of the canal to do, which is we're more than halfway. We're 65 kilometers, so 65% of the way mm -hmm. in the canal. Uh, so we've got the Fifty-five kilometers to do, which quite work out in that ahead. What that is in nautical miles. It's weird because they do the canals in kilometers, and the maximum speed is eight point one knots, which is fifteen miles, miles an hour, fifteen kilometers mm. an hour. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. know why. <laughs> I don't know why they work everything on the canal in kilometers when everything that goes in the canal normally works in nautical miles. We've got that to do, and then we've got. Seven. We've got eighty miles to do from there round to uh, Rostock. But we're thinking we're going to stop in Lübeck. Yeah, I think we're going to stop in Lübeck, which would be quite nice. Yeah, and do we? Are we still thinking we might stop in Kiel to go to another Chandlery? We don't need to, mm. as, long, as long as we can dress this up and, and get a, a washer on mm. it at some point. Well, you know, Rostock probably. Uh, we'll we'll see if anyone has some little plastic washers. Yeah. We'll swap them out for plastic washers because they, uh, they'd be better. They 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 would be better because they wouldn't wear the aluminium. Mm. I mean, to be fair, this this um, DIY place went to tomb tomb was it tomb tomb. Um, it was like a massive B and Q oh, type huge, place. wasn't it? Uh, seemed to have everything and beautiful. I mean, everything was so beautifully laid out and organised, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, funny that. And they had every size of washer apart from, apart from M14. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which they just skip that. Maybe nobody uses M14. Maybe it's one of those like kind of old sizes. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not the end of the world. No. We, we've got one that fits in there at the moment, which is not ideal. The main thing is we've got files to, to dress it off to make it not quite as raggy. And then um, and then we can get... Oh, we've got the Dremel as well, but it's chucking it down to running. I'll be taking the Dremel out there. No, no. <coughs> if need be, let's just do it in the morning. Yeah. Because actually, if we've only got 35 miles to the end of the canal tomorrow, mm -hmm. kilometres tomorrow, we have got a little bit of time to play with, haven't we? Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends whether we stop at the end of the canal or whether we just exit the canal and then turn left down the river and then go round to Lubeck. Yeah, we've still got to decide what yeah, we're which, doing, which we? we could do that. So we, we mm. could be there by uh, Wednesday morning. Mm. So we could spend Thursday in Lubeck and then rip up the course on Friday to... Um, and what time would that be? Friday, the fifth. Be the fifth. Oh God, yes. So we're just just there. Yeah. In time for the rally, which yeah, yeah. starts on the sixth. Yeah. I desperately need to do some washing. <laughs> Me? Yeah, I desperately need to to uh, trim my beard because mm. I look like a hobo, and I could do with getting my hair cut because that makes me more like a hobo. Yeah. I must admit, today, when we were walking through <laughs> yeah. this town... Oh, I ripped my trousers as well. I ripped oh, my yeah. trousers getting, uh, so he's getting walking along with ripped rip trousers, <laughs> looking really scraggy. Yeah. Uh, and I got my hood up, looking like a roadman, as, as Jack calls it. And um, and we did go through some areas, which I think it was the like a, the receiving area. Yeah, it was for, a migrant. Um, it was a migrant area. Receiving station. So thing. we didn't walk through maybe what we would call the best parts. We walked through some beautiful parts and some yeah, lots and of great lots parts of, of parts, time. Yeah, but we fitted in the lots of great parts. Yeah, and we saw we saw a, fa we saw fight, a fight, a, yeah. fight at a petrol station, yeah. and then the police come blatting up. So it was quite an interesting walk. So we've, we've seen a bit of everything today, yeah, yeah. but I did think that actually we looked so rough, nobody would come anywhere near us. <laughs> I think we actually looked the worst of everybody. Yeah, especially when we sat down on the ground and swapped socks because yes. someone's because somebody's <laughs> blisters were hurting. Yeah, well, again, we, we set off. <laughs> I didn't think, I thought, oh, God, no, I've got my, my uh, deck shoes on still, which gave me a blister the other day. And so Andrew very kindly said he would lend me his socks. Yeah. So we literally sat yeah. down. That on is the taking curb. one for the team, isn't it? Lend, <laughs> lending you my, my socks. So you literally have walked a mile in someone else's socks. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was slightly more than a mile, actually. Yeah, that's love, isn't it? When somebody lends you their socks. Sort of. And I think it has to be love to be able to take in somebody's sweaty socks <laughs> and put them on your feet, disgusting. actually. Right, wet, clammy shoes. So, yes. So I think we have done very well today. Yeah, happy and, today. Um, I'm happy with what we've achieved. I'm so glad that I cooked dinner the night before yeah, so we didn't have to do anything today. Stroke of genius. Stroke of genius. But it's Sarnies tomorrow. Yeah. Soup and Sarnies tomorrow. Soup and Sarnies tomorrow. Mm. Clear the rubbish off the boat. Yeah. Uh, the rain has done a good job of rinsing the boat off. Yeah, saved us a job. Which is great, saved us a job. Um, and we're into fresh water anyway tomorrow. Oh. Or less salty water. Yeah. It's brackish, I suppose you could call it. Yeah. In the um, in the Baltic. Yeah. Wow, exciting! We are going yeah. to be in the Baltic tomorrow. So the boat, if you look back at the boat's history, has been in the Atlantic, the Channel, the North Sea, the Mediterranean, the Black Sea, and tomorrow it'll be in the Baltic. Super cool. How cool is that? I bet she's a happy boat. I hope so. She'll want a sticker. She'll want a badge. <laughs> She'll want a sticker. <laughs> I've been to the Baltic yes. and they just got me this sticker. 
<laughs> Sticker. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, on that note, um, I think we'll love you and leave you. Uh, thanks for listening and speak to you next time. Bye. <laughs>